We are back with another daily reflection on the daily Vedant. You know, I'm going to keep rolling with it. I'm not even going to edit that out. I was going to say the daily Vedanka donk because, well, I said that one episode a few days ago and my, 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 how it stuck. Be careful the grooves we make because thought patterns become quite strong when you invest in them. I was actually going to talk on this this episode, I was going to talk about something else, but you know, this is a great chance for me to, to reflect openly with you all around an example that Swamiji would, he would mention all the time in lectures. And that is the example of the golf ball down the flight of stairs. So within the Gita, there is the concept of the ladder of fall, where we meet our demise through a series of small steps. And the foundation of the ladder of fall is investing in thought flow. When you invest your thoughts in a certain direction, they will lead to actions. The thought, the thought flow becomes stronger and stronger. And it's at this thought flow level in which you have the most control. It's perhaps even at the attention level. In your intellect, we have these two equipments within us called the mind and the intellect. That's a central contribution of Vedanta. Such a profound, not only practical, but also profound concept that you have two inner equipments within you, a mind and an intellect. When we use phrases like mindset, it is the intellect. We, we get close to talking about another equipment within us here in the West, but Vedanta makes it explicit that you have an intellect that's subtler but is more powerful than the mind. It can direct. In fact, it should direct the mind. The mind is like a five-year-old child. Beautiful, powerful, so much potential, but you wouldn't leave them home alone. The intellect is the adult in the room. Many of us don't cultivate or develop that intellect, but that is what we are called to do in order to not only live the life that you might want, but also to give us clarity on what to want, to give us clarity on how to find peace and prosperity, which the Gita also underlines is, is what, we are, what we are chasing after. But... Within the ladder of fall and within thought flow, there's a story that Swami will tell, this, this visual, this imagery that is so powerful. And the visual is this, our demise in a moment, a week, a month, our career, can stem from a thought flow that we begin investing in and we don't catch. Like a golf ball bouncing down a flight of concrete stairs. Right in the beginning, it might bounce four inches. It's easy to catch. Maybe it hits another step, bounces 12 inches. Still pretty easy to catch. Then three feet, then eight feet, and then it's, it's gone. And it's so much easier to catch it early on at four inches. To notice, oh, my attention went to something that with the intellect, my favorite definition of intellect, the capacity to see the end in the beginning. 
my developed intellect, the adult in the room, recognizes that's not only is that not a healthy thought flow or place to rest my attention, but let me curb it from developing because it can only get stronger and stronger. You can have a story of, a, of an alcoholic that says, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill this disease through indulgence for 10 days. My family's away and I'm just going to pound alcohol until I am so sick of it. Gets four or five days in. Man, I think it's, I'm, I've been indulging like crazy. I feel awful and it's starting to work. Seven, eight, nine, ten days in, the alcoholic looks at the bottles that still have liquor within them and says, I did it. Those disgust me. And the alcoholic goes a few months and he's at an event. He stopped drinking. His friends know it. He's at an event and a stranger doesn't know and says, would you like a drink? And he thinks for a second. Could I get away with what? No, no, no. And he tells his wife, you know, I, I, they offered me a drink and, and I totally, I didn't need it. But then he reflects and says, you know what? Could I have gone? Could I have gotten away with one drink? And laughs it off. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. That's, that's in my past. And that thought flow is developing. A week later, Something similar happens a month after that. Two months later, on the side of the street, passed out. Drunk as ever. It's that thought flow and the intellect that can not only intercede the thought flow, but also can recognize, hey, this golf ball's at four inches. Crush this thought flow now. Interrupt this thought flow and emphasize the potential end in the beginning if I indulge this thought flow even when it is embryonic, when it is tiny. This imagery of the golf ball in and the, uh, the flight of stairs is, is one that I think about all the time. And what has been interesting over the last eight years of, of study is I'd say every few months, every year, the subtlety the observation of when that thought flow, when that attention that then becomes a thought flow, when it begins, um, gets more and more sensitive to where it's not just the person saying, hey, do you want to, the stranger saying, hey, do you want to have a drink and recognizing, oh, there's, there's a desire there, an entertainment of what could happen if I get back on the wagon. There's a recognition not only there, hey, stop this now, this thought flow now, because I can see the end in the beginning of how entrancing, of how tempting that vice is for me and all of the work that I've put in to get on the other side of it. But also there's the recognition that if I don't, let's say with something that might be a vice of mine, if I don't on a daily basis, 
reflect. That golf ball imagery also reminds me of situations in life where, like with my wife, Chaney, where I'll say something that I don't mean that comes out in a stressful situation. And I'll recognize that even once the thought has formed, should I say this? No, I'm not going to say it. That it's already bounced down the flight of stairs. Even when I think I am refraining from saying something, restraining myself, even the formulation of the sentences, once it's formulated, it's too late. It will come out. I might be able to restrain it for five minutes, for 15 Maybe even for that fight never comes out, the next one it does. The subtlety and sensitivity gets to a point where I can recognize the golf ball starting to bounce even with just seeing an otherness with my wife. The second I notice and think, oh, I wish she did this differently. That's the beginning of some resentment that could form. So I try to cultivate an appreciation. How could I appreciate why she does that thing the way that she does? Because if I don't, three, four, five of them stack up and that fight is inevitable. But at one point, had I caught it earlier, it would have been avoidable. So today's reflection is on thought flow. It wasn't intended to be, but... Just even that phrase, vadonk donk. I've invested a little too much into that phrase, and now it's how I honestly want to open up every episode, but I won't. And as silly and insane as it is that this episode was inspired by that, it is a great reminder, a great reminder that our thoughts create our realities. And if we want to shift our perspective, you have to shift it at the thought level. And to do that, it takes a developed, strong intellect. That's today's reflection on the Daily Vedantic.